Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Put your right hand in the box. What's in the box? And stop. Put your hand in the box. I hold at your neck. The gong trip off. Stop fear. Fear is the mind killer. And fear is the little death that brings total obliteration. I will face my fear. I will get it to pass over me and through me. The Duke will die before these eyes and he'll know. He'll know that it is I. The Sleeper Awakens. What's going on, Rude Dooners? Yeah, that's right. We figured out your name. Yeah. You are the Rude Dooners. Yeah, not to be mistaken for Crude Crooners. Crude Crooners, somebody like guys. um Billy Idol. Old Screw Eyes. I love Old Screw Eyes. <laughs> I love his old song, Drinks in My Glass, Foots on My Wife. <laughs> Oh my um, goodness. But Rude Dooners, look out. We're back in here. We're real. We came up with this name on the stream the other day. Holden, you're a Rude Dooner commandant. I am afraid of this episode. Henry, I made the mistake. And I said, Henry, mm-hmm. you should send me your notes Yeah, for this you want to see what it's like to crawl inside that fucking cockpit. have an understanding of what your approach is going Rude to be Dooner. to the episode. I did not know. I literally, I feel like I, the word count was close to the word count of Dude Messiah. Well, I switched tactics because as we were going through Dune in the four episode search through Dune 1, I wanted to make sure I wanted us to keep us deeper on rail, especially now right. that we're going through Children of Dune, which is now, I'm starting to realize, besides God Emperor, one of the most important books ever written, as far as I'm concerned, but I, now you may scoff at that. I actually was in the head essay of a Dune companion, which talks about the fractal nature of the hexology of Dune written by Frank Herbert. Sure. He goes as far as to say he thinks that C is the less superior sequel to Dune Messiah. And I actually got a little miffed at that so much that I went to this man's house, Donald Palumbo, and I had sex with his whole family at gunpoint. Yeah, man, I didn't want to do that, but I had to. I just wanted to give him the same amount of respect that other Dune fans are trying to give to me. (laughs) Rude Duner! They're out there, they're saying this is the most accurate, Linear, well thought out, well spoken about. The critics podcast have spoken about Dune. They love it. They they say it's not chaotic on any level. Not at all. 
Very sensible, very completely easy. logical. Well, let's actually begin the show. We haven't even begun the show. Uh, <laughs> welcome to LPN Deep Dives Dune. I'm your God Emperor, Henry Zabrowski. This is my never-ending clone helper, Holden McNeely. Do you even have real memories? Uh, I tried to have one. It freaked me out so bad, I punched myself in the head till I forgot it again. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Ultimate way to hit the off button. Rude Dooners, dude. Rude Dooners, Rude Dooners dude. out there, by the way. I love your, your muscle shirts. Oh yeah. And your worm gloves. I think if you see another rude dinner out in public, what you gotta do is and the way you can tell is the glint in his eye, right? And and also like someone who showed up in a car that looks like a worm. Yeah. And when you see your rude dinner, give him the rude dinner snake high five, which is you both guys put up your little snake hands like this. Like you make little snake hands with your with your hands. You can't mm -hmm. see what I'm doing, and you make them kiss. You go And you rude do make dinner. those yeah. Rude dooner. Yep. There That's it. All right, now we're back in Children of Dune. Let's so go. Where do we wake leave off? Who can't? I don't even know what happened. Wake, wake up and off. get ready. When we left off last episode, Jessica had been picked up by Duncan Idaho. Duncan Idaho is now working for the preacher. He doesn't even know that he's working for the preacher quite yet, but he got a message from the preacher who gave him the secret signal from Paul Atreides. The only person who would know it possibly is Leto too. Duncan Idaho has picked up Jessica and has taken her to Seleucus Agundus, where we see now Faradine is the son of Princess Wincesia. He uh, is supposed to be, he's running in line, he's gonna be the next emperor, or he's supposed to be, and he, he has now learned about the assassination attempt on the twins, and the apparent actual death of Leto too, and he is pissed, because he did not want to go this way, he was trying to figure out a more chill way to do this shit, he wasn't really into killing kids. That's his mama who's kinda talking for him. Oh yeah, dude, but mama gets bounced. So Jessica is now at Sluice Segundus, and they don't know if they can trust her. No one knows anything about, cause is Jessica really working for the Bene Gesserit? Is she loyal to House Atreides? What even is? house Atreides anymore, right? Duncan Idaho is also out of pocket. You fucking steel-eyed Gola. You're looking at this dude. Why is he here? Why is he working with House Carino? Duncan Idaho, he's been fucking on the level with House Atreides since fucking how many lifetimes ago? No one trusts Duncan Idaho. They should, bro. though. Um, they actually think the problem is, is that uh, Faradine's holders, Tykenek, like the Sardaukar and his mom are both like, Jessica's gonna try to fuck you here. But Which is fun. Jessica yeah. is not one of the fucking BG. Cause some of them are straight up fucking BG. Like we talked about Count Fenring's wife when she had to seduce Fade Ralpha and yeah. like have to like fucking suck her. Like, She's got a tongue down there. But that's her job, right? That's her function is to have a very long licking clitoris <laughs> that can actually manipulate a man's penis. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. Jessica is way more one of the political ones. She was supposed to be working her way up to being a reverend mother versus just somebody who is a walking womb. So yeah, Faradine is really trying to figure out the the Fremen too. He's trying to figure, he's trying to understand, he's like, he makes all these judgments about the Fremen, about how like they wear still suits, which are these incredibly conservative outfits. So his whole thing is like, well, if the Fremen are ever gonna make up fucked up designs, if they're gonna fuck something up, they're gonna fuck up something conservatively. Faradine's like all, kind of all right in my book a little bit. Well, he gets to be more all right, but also is he all right or will he just be brought under heel mm. by Jessica? Uh, I'm gonna go so with the now, ladder. Ganema, she got got twice by the laser tigers, right? Like as she was hiding in the little corner, Leto too, they get away. He, she self-hypnotizes herself to think that Leto too is dead, but she got jacked up. And so she's kind of coming back to the CH, like looking for, for safety, realizes that like, oh, that killer is still here. Whoever was operating those laser tigers is here. There has to be a whole fucking 
network of conspiracy inside of the Siege in order for them to even gotten this far. So there's a little view in the Fremen. They originally were thought, people view them that as that they have no conscience because before they arrived at Arrakis, this is the stuff that Ganema knows because of her previous memories, that the Fremen have arrived here in Arrakis after being chased from planet to planet many, many moons ago. I don't know if you can even say that anymore. Um, but when they arrived before arriving at Arrakis, they were considered to not have any sort of conscience. They were chased from planet to planet. Jeffrey Epstein's over there. A little bit. Or they would not with the mon- no money. Right. Um, but they were considered, the long wandering they went through, uh, which is just whatever that is, because that just dropped in by Frank Herbert. Because the, the, <laughs> the belief is that they think that being chased from planet to planet made the Fremen bitter. But mm. actually, it's the opposite. They have a massive conscience for the well-being of themselves and their people. See, other people called Fremen brutes, but actually they viewed others as brutes. The Fremen did because they were the ones that didn't have the proper discipline. We are the, the walking dead. Yes. Yes. But then Ganima, though, she thinks about all the shit and now she's fucking pissed because she's like, they came into my house. I'm Fremen main bitch, even though Ganima, again, eight years old. Um, <laughs> so the one thing you could do in Siet to distract somebody, she sees that someone's left a light Show on. Show them your titties. Wow. <laughs> no, there's titties don't have the same function in our society as they did in Fremen society. How did Fremen view milk if they're so against water wasting? Are they cool with that tit milk bra? Dude, I gotta hit up Brian Herbert. I'm gonna send him an email. I technically have a way what to email him. What is the stance of the Fremen people when it comes to tit milk? Answer the people. <laughs> Answer them. Um, but in a siege, if they, what they'll do is they'll have a hidden entrance and they'll open up and they'll have a light shining out so that you're immediately blinded when you come from the night to inside of the siege so that they can see whether or not you're a dude they need to let in or not. So you can be disoriented and then they fucking pop you inside of the head. But Ganema sees one of these lights. So someone's left a door open, which hmm. means like, oh, these motherfuckers, he's the fucking snakes who came for me. Ganima sees the conspirators, a man named Palimbasha, who's like one of her teachers, and Muris, right, who's this Morris. <laughs> yeah, if you want to angleize it, angleize it. But it shows that, you know, there's some deep plot that's going on here. She has her stand snorkel. She sees, oh, well, I can't just fucking, I have a gun, but I can't just pop these motherfuckers because then everyone's going to come running, right? Yeah. So she makes a blow dart tube out of her sand snorkel, right? She puts a pin in there with poison on it and, mm-hmm. and hits one of them. Man, it's fucking sweet. <laughs> what does it do? What is the effect? It just passes out. He dies. Yeah, he's well, She gets one and then she comes down and she's like, oh, I'll fucking kill you too, traitor, which is pretty fucking sweet. <laughs> uh, this next scene is one that I'm going to try to describe that is okay. very thick. With intent. This is fun. I like this. I, I think I know what you're, where you're about to describe. So Faradine. Yes. Faradine. Faradine has Jessica and Duncan Idaho in his daddy's old state greeting room, right? Like in the old imperial room in Seleucus Segundus. Um, it's got a lot of crazy shit in there. A lot of murals, kind of like TGI Fridays, but with like <laughs> fucking Dune Imperial like shit on the But walls. like not tacky. Or <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> it could be considered tacky. I don't know. Um, but Duncan Idaho and Jessica, they're bound. They're like held in sugar wire, which right. is that kind of shit that gets tighter if you move and it cuts your fucking skin. And the news, Leto 2 is dead. Ganema is now a hostage of Aaliyah. Aaliyah has been scooped up from inside of C.H. Tibir and is brought back to Aaliyah and is now somewhere. Because each one of these scenes, one thing Frank Herbert likes to do is just do a massive time jump without like you knowing it until like several paragraphs into the next chapter. And you're like, oh, this is a time jump. Um, so they have... Ganema all tied up and Jessica 
and Duncan. Everyone's a hostage. Yeah. And I want to repeat the Shiga Wire thing really quick because it is very cool. It is a rope that when you struggle, it cuts you more. It cuts you, like cuts you, cuts Chinese you. finger trap or something like that. You but know what I mean? Rope. It's ain't cool. cool. It's kind of like a binding contract with a big app company. <laughs> <laughs> there's so there now is like there's a truce because there's now a rift because Aaliyah has gone fucking rogue, right? Aaliyah is obviously we're seeing with what went down with Jessica last episode when someone shot at her and everybody freaked out is that now there is a straight up dividing line between Imperial Fremen like the army of House Atreides in the Imperial family and then Desert Fremen. And Desert Fremen are going rogue. But so the war is already brimming. But there is now like a kind of a truce because they're trying to figure out who is where, who's doing what. And Stilgar has taken over Siech Tabir, the old spot where they all met in the first book. He has taken over this place as this big neutral ground where he's like, okay, I will create a spot where Stilgar is kind of out of pocket. We don't know yet quite to what extent that he is out of the pocket, but he's kind of bridging the gap between the Empire and the Fremen right now. You've said out of pocket a couple times now. I thought it was maybe a health insurance remark. What do you mean by he's out of the pocket? You also said Duncan Idaho's out of the pocket. They don't want to stay in the pants anymore. (laughs) Or the Oshkosh Bagosh Big Old, what's it? What do they call the overalls? They're they're acting out of sorts because we don't know what they're doing yet. They're just, they're not trackable, right? So the Benny, the Benny Gesserit, in this room, they're talking about all of this bullshit in the uh-huh. scene. So the Benny Gesserit blames Faradine for Leto's death. And they sent an email, essentially, saying, I want, what they don't have, but they sent a message saying that they want a formal trial to try him for murdering the uh, heir to the Empire. But the BG also know Faradine enough that he would then show that message to Jessica while he was interrogating her, allowing her to gain Faradine's trust. Holy fucking shit. BG-43 does it again. Understands, okay, what we'll do with this message is give Jessica hidden information within the message that will allow her to manipulate Faradine from the inside, right? So Jessica is pretty sure, honestly, that Leto 2 is alive and will eventually end up with Gurney where she sent him off to. So Gurney Halleck, if you remember, he's on a side quest. He went out looking for Jakarutu, thinking that that's where the preacher was going to be. But Jessica has also, she knows there's some plan going on with the twins and that Jakarutu is a place, don't you fucking laugh at Jakarutu? It's just the way he said it. But Jakarutu is the place where Leto 2 is probably going to end up if he is indeed alive, right? right? So now she believes that the BG wants to test Lido 2 for abomination. So they're wondering, we're kind of kind of see how much does the Bene Gesserit know? What do they want out of this scenario? And who is working for the Bene Gesserit with their knowledge or without their fucking knowledge? Ha <laughs> fucking God. I'm going to go insane. So Jessica's working with Faradine. And Jessica throws at me like, how about this? How would you marry Aaliyah? We bring the houses together. And he's like, oh, I heard that bitch is crazy. Exactly. He's he's like, oh, no, no, no. Aaliyah, the (laughs) knife? No, I'm not going to fucking marry her. And then she's like, well, you know, it kind of looks awful because you kidnapped me and you're involved with the killing of the heir of the empire. So this whole thing, what do we do here? What if we do like a thing where like I start teaching you how to do all the Benny Gesserit shit that Paul wanted. Literally right? does wiggle or didn't your want, little- didn't want, but got. Literally does wiggle your little toe, which made me think about Kill Bill a little bit. But uh, I thought that was very fascinating with the isolation exercises. Oh, yes, because Jessica's trying to like, she's trying to figure out what her deal is with the BG, right? Because you remember when she was sent back to Arrakis, 20 years afterwards, she, after the birth of Leto 2 and 
Ganema. She was sent ostensibly to check the twin, see if the twins were abomination, and figure it out. But she kind of was like, well, you know, this is more about Aaliyah, and it's more of a checkup, right? Yeah. She thought it. I don't know why she thought it would be this casual, but she's now starting to think, okay, the Benny Jesuit actually don't want Faradine to marry Aaliyah. They want Faradine to marry her granddaughter Ganema, who's eight. Eight Not ready old. for the sea. But she's, you know, um, she's an old lady too. But yeah, but then Duncan Idaho's like, all right, shut up. The BG only want a universe that doesn't interfere with them. And mm. so you now she's like, she's like, why would you fucking say something like this, right? She's like, oh, how dare you? She's like, you don't get the BG like I get the BG. There, This is a whole thing we're trying to work out. I, I'm on the correct side of history. But she still had this thought in her head of when Leto 2 in the last episode said to her, you're a tool of the BG just mm. as much as anybody. The rest of us, they they want us to think that we are. Mm -hmm. That we're all little tools of the BG. You're just a working cog within their system. And just because, like, no, I'm Shaka Khan. Yeah, you know I, I mean, like, I'm yeah, I do my own thing. I got I my, my own, own thing. thing. I'm uncontrollable. I fired right? my management last year. I do my own. Th I'm a free agent. And then all of a sudden, Duncan throws the shit at her, being like, well, the BG only won a universe that wanted to interfere with them. And then her brain and his mentat brain kicks in. And he starts thinking, he's like, basically, he spits out. They thought, the BG thought that Aaliyah would think that Faradine would kill Jessica and Duncan as a, uh, to show up, right? And when they showed up, they would kill them and get them both out of the way. They started to realize like, oh, fuck. That was the plan yeah. all along. They were going to kill us and they were going to use us as bargaining chips. Jessica realized that that was the plan. Um, the BG told Faradine separately, which is what she gets out of him, that they would put him on the throne if possible they could get rid of this a little problem that we have called Jessica, mm -hmm. who has been this woman fucking for love for far too long. And no, they can't stand it. Yep, she lives in apartment 23 and they want to get her dead. Yeah, man, Kristen Ritter. Leto 2 was right. So she's like, oh, my fucking grandson was right. They've been fucking with me this whole time. Faradine, but the whole thing is that what Faradine doesn't fully understand is being like, yeah, you could have your little plan with the BG, but just like me, Faradine, you don't think you could play with the fucking BG and don't end up with your fucking shit all over your ass? Yeah, dude. Because you come in, you don't come out, bro. They, you are then in the BG yourself, dude. And yeah. they have total control over you, all right? Um, but then Duncan Idaho, he tries to commit suicide. And everyone's like, oh, fuck. He just puts his wrist. And everyone's like, what the fuck? And Faradine's like, okay, you could be my teacher. Um, and she sees the cut of the air trades in him, is what she says. Faradine, essentially, in my mind, she looks at him. Faradine is Kobe to Paul's Michael Jordan. Yes, I saw that in your notes and I chuckled. Did you? <laughs> Out loud, did you remark to your wife how clever your, your podcast partner is? You're like, he's not going to like the way he looks. So I'm like, is that a fucking men's warehouse? Yes, of course. Reference in these dude notes. What is happening? It's material. Right now? Nothing but pure ass material. Some of the best material that dude has ever seen. So cut back to Leto 2. Real space jam. It's real back. Just so you know, we're going to be cutting back, back and forth because this is the plot. Yeah. And I'm going to try to condense some of this, but okay, some but of this, everybody, you're just, no. But you'll fail at that. I'm really not going to. I'm actually going to make it longer. Um, but you're here, aren't you? Or you're yes. not here. I don't know who's here. It's Sunday. It's usually a, a, a sleepy day. No, we're working. You're, we're working you're here today. getting yelled at. Yes. Um, so Lido 2 has gotten rid of the bodies using a worm. Kanima is not going to remember that Lido 2 is alive until she hears the words, Golden Path. Golden Path. And then she will go like, oh, my brother's still alive. Why are you oh. groping your breasts when you say She's that. eight. I shouldn't even be doing this. And so <laughs> Leto 2, he just jumps on the back of a worm like it's not fucking a thing, right? Yeah. So Stilgar had told him back in the day about Fremen that had openly stolen the waters of others. These straight-ass fucking desert murderers. Especially if you were someone lost in the desert. He called them the Idwali. 
the water insects mm -hmm. and they lived where in the desert where <laughs> wait hold on all right now my ass is against where the did the ijuali live ch tober miko Lidi. Jackarudu. Jackarudu. They, Jack okay, they lived in Jackarudu. And this is why it's a forbidden taboo place because all of the tribes got together to kill the motherfuckers that lived in Jackarudu because Jackarudu was like a home for a bunch of these wild ass Fremen. And now Jackarudu is taboo and it's it's now known as Bondak, which is, and smugglers are using it. These are real places. I'm glad you cut this part down. I'm really seeing how you're cutting it down. Oh, yeah, you can By really, the way, yeah. I, think, I think I laugh at Jackarudu so much because it reminds me of Dunkaroos. Yes, it does. A little yeah, bit. And it, but one is a Dunkable kangaroo, and one is the most taboo sietch and future home of Lido to the God Emperor. So yes. they actually aren't very similar. And now it's called Fondak <laughs> because the smugglers use it. And honestly, it's a great place for someone who's supposed to be dead to hide out. So Lido yes. 2 is on his way. Yes. Because Lido 2, he knows that what he sees in his brain is a vision, right? He's saying like, I'm seeing this vision, but it's not me having the vision. I'm having a vision of someone else having a vision, a memory of it. And guess what? It's daddy. That's right. It's my daddy's vision. It's and that's Paul's how he, he knows that Paul is still alive. Yeah. The prophet is locked into his vision and until he dies in sort of a variance to his original vision. So See, I just knew that he was still alive because it was so fucking obvious that this blind guy in the desert who was like somehow super old. Frank Herbert was tired by the time he got to this part of the book. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. This is when he's firing all fucking cylinders. <laughs> and so he knows that his father saw the golden path. We don't know what the golden path is yet, but he knows that his father saw this golden path. He fucking he, denied he it. He didn't want to do it. His father brought them to the worst part of his own separate vision. The Atreides very casually destroyed entire planets. A way out was the golden path. Security, peace, prosperity. Security, peace, prosperity. He says people might look back and call these the good old days, the one that they're in right now where everything is simple, but ha ha ha. But humankind must experience the opposite of Modib if they're expected to appreciate anything, Holden. Would he become the God Emperor if he had decided to accept the Golden Path or nah? We'll get to it. Okay. Um, though they hate me, though Ganima hates me. That's what he says to himself, knowing that the whole world is going, whatever this Golden Path is, people are not going to like him for it because he says, a terrible glove will restore the balance. <laughs> Ferdine. So he's now back into his flusas. He's training with Jessica. He's now, he has to, what I thought was cool, he has to wear contacts to hide the blue in his eyes because yes. he's in like to show Very that smart. he's gone full Fremen. And so he's like, why is Idaho trying to commit suicide? But Faradine loves the Atreides family. He loves the Atreides. He's, he's kind of like a fanboy of the Atreides right. family. Yeah, yeah. He's got like posters of them. And he, and he definitely room. has like a Paul rookie card. Yeah. Like he's been looking up to, he's actually kind of nervous to be around Jessica because his whole thing is the Atreides really knew how to pick a servant, which is back in the day, it's kind of like how how it's your employees. It's who you choose to be your employee. Or it's like how everyone knows how cool you hold it are by your friends. Dude, I smoke fucking weed. weed. <laughs> All right. I play Street Fighter. I fucking smoke weed. Go on. Fucking coolest dude in the fucking <laughs> room, dude. And see, this whole thing's been like, what is it about Duncan Idaho? Yeah. And next episode, we're also going to be asking a lot of questions about There's what another is one it of these? about, about Duncan Idaho. What do you mean? I thought we were done after this one. No, no, no. There's fucking five more, bro. We're only in the fuck. We're only mid shaft. Are you Deep. saying we're in the shit currently? This is Saigon, dude. <laughs>
1974. I don't know when, I don't even remember when Vietnam was going. Um, but <laughs> Idaho, he fairly judges him. He's just like, what is about this guy? It's yeah. like, because he seems to be like a man who can really endure. Like he's this planet who's in a fixed orbit around a star and that star is the Atreides and he can't seem to All escape right, the down, rotation. Farrin. He is a constant and sure, yeah, he's got a bone for Duncan yeah, Idaho, but also- much. But also, someone else has a bone for Duncan Idaho. Ooh. Frank Herbert. Yeah. Um, but we'll get into that. Loves the guy. Uh-oh. Preacher. Back up in his shit. Oh, who could he be? Is He's, he fucking we bald? We don't, I don't know, know yet. We don't know yet. But guess what, man? He shows up on what day? Fucking Quitsack fucking Hatterack day. The one day that everybody's trying to be like, we know. It's a reason for the day. But we're trying right. to have a fucking party. Right? Yeah. He party. shows up. He's supposed to. They were supposed to. You know, this is supposed to be a worm hunt, not a lecture. You're right. It's day 28 of the morning of Leto 2. Everyone's wearing yellow because that's the uh, morning color on Dune. So the first thing he says to the group when he shows back up, he's like, we've got to live in the moment. We're always looking towards the future. What a fucking hypocrite. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah, Mr. Prescience. Um, Leah is in full Fremen gear, right? She's watching him from the crowd. She's in a steel suit. She's like, I want to be up close. I want to see what this guy's doing. I also want to see maybe, is this my brother? We don't know. Um, she's watching him. And the thing is, the guy keeps referring to the terms like ending instead of death. Like, he keeps saying ending. Kind of like he's trying to say, like, Somebody's still alive. Who's still alive? Um, I think that the preacher technically means that Modib had meant to create. He's trying. I'm trying to make sense of one of his lectures. Trying, trying to figure out more of like the religiosity of what he's saying and what exactly is the belief system of everyone who's trying to fight against the religion of Modib. Mm -hmm. And what does it mean to try to get back? to the old ways or get back to the the original mythos and what i think it means is that when modib was around he had meant to create a safe place for people to live their dreams but then instead of being liberated by the thought process they became obsessed and adhered to the religion the structure of it um and so the attachment his attachment to a path like paul's attachment to this prescient path was supposed to free everybody else mm -hmm. but it actually bound everyone closer to him and well the one thing i did want to remark on the scene is that they talk about how the seeing eye boy is like not into everything and that preachers like talking about shit and the, the seeing eye boys is like uh, yeah, uh, fucking whatever, bro. I've yeah, heard this just, fucking shit a million ways. To, like play with his like whatever their version of video games was. But there's tech. there's really a lot of to this about this idea that that's what kind of the crux of the problem of COD that they're wrestling with is that the religion has become its own system versus any sort of belief in what like Maudi would have stood for in any way shape or form which right. is what we see with the Catholic Church yes how many of these big bloated institutions that just become self-worshipping mechanisms where they don't really care they would prefer you to believe in the priest yeah, than in the religion Jesus saw the grandiosity of the Vatican he'd probably throw up till he died yes he would and he'd be like no my vision gone <laughs> blind himself and right, walk right, the yeah, smack himself in his eyeballs um, until they but the preacher steps down from the stage and what does he do? Elias right there. Oh. <laughs> He's got a still suit on. You wouldn't even know if he passed. Oh, right. Well, I said piss on his hands, but yeah, exactly. We probably wouldn't be able to get the still suit off. And guess who he points out right in the fucking crowd? Okay. His blind ass motherfucking. <laughs> he got no eyeballs, man. Right, right. He points right to his fucking sister, yeah. to Aaliyah. And first, her nipples is like, oh, she does also have a weird, like, thing to him. And he says, 
Stop trying to pull me into the background, sister. And everyone's just like, what? Everything's like, Wolfman's got nards. Like, yeah, yeah. I remember the Wolfman. The Wolfman got nards. That Balasset song that he sings, Gurney Halleck sings. <laughs> Someone please write a Balasset version of Wolf, Wolfman got nards. And so th- th- that's, or you're like, Leah's shocked. She's like, it is him. But she knows she can't arrest him because it will validate every single thing that she says. And now she's become the de facto head of this so-called like religion, this church thing that he's been railing against. And she knows that he would, I mean, she's not getting more popular by the day. People hate her more and more every single day. Duncan and Jessica have their sit down. Okay. So Duncan and Jessica, they had the next scene. Jessica's in a holding chamber. Duncan doesn't really understand why Jessica would have chosen to work for Faradine and House Carino. He thinks that she's just a traitor. She thinks that he's playing inner games because they are being constantly watched by spies and everyone's trying to figure out like, what's the real thing going on here right, right, right now? Right. And so she, they're all yeah. watching him. And she's just like, hey, let's talk for like a quick five. And he's just like, it's never five minutes. It always Ever. takes like it's an hour. It's never five minutes. It's just always blah, 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 with your inner plans with the yeah, plans, plans, with plans, 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 plans. It's just like, what is this fucking a Christopher Nolan movie? I'm like, honestly, Tenet. If they just do that with the hand motions, then everything will be fine. Um, But he fucking gets into her because he's like, people don't like the House of Trades anymore. Yeah. They don't like it. And Jessica's like, what, bitch? And then he says, I just love this. I'll tell you some of the reports I have from the desert where people have said about you. More than that, my lady. More than Ferdinand's report. I've heard their curse myself. Here's the way of it. Burning be on you, Atreides. You shall have no souls, no spirits, no bodies, no shades, no magic, no bones, no hair, no utterances, no words. You shall have no grave. No house, no hole, uh, just no the, tomb. No You'll that. have no garden, no tree, uh, no bush. You shall have no water, no bread, object. not light, no fire. You shall have no children, no family, no heirs, <laughs> no tribe. You shall have no head, no arms, no legs, no gate, no seed. You shall have no seats on any planet. Your souls shall not be permitted to come up from the depths, and they shall forever be among those permitted to live upon the earth. And no one, no day, shall you behold Shai Halud, but you shall be bound and fettered in the nethermost abomination and your souls shall never enter into the glorious light forever and ever and it's a long curse yeah memorized. that's a long situation so essentially it's like why uh, Chrissy Teigen had to get off Twitter Duncan Idaho got bullied off a house of trades <laughs> And he couldn't handle them being uh, ratioed yeah. by the Fremen. Um, and so, guess what? But, but Duncan, I know he's always been this loyal person to the Atreides, but he decides to say, you know what? I'm out. I quit. He's going to go, I'm going to join up with these old school Fremen, the guys that they call the Tsar Sadus, the ones who refuse to submit to priests. And he says, like, go fuck yourself. I'm out. And as he leaves, and he does the same thing that happens in every single Dune thing where she's just like, oh, is he real? Is this real? And, you know, like, he's like, yeah, this is real. I'm definitely quitting. I'm really yelling at you. And as he leaves, he goes, that one exactly is planned. Oh, like, all right. Okay. Someone just say one plans. fucking Yeah, say genuine, one genuine thing to someone that's please, not a trick. Just, please, just one. So, okay. That's a scene that goes nowhere. Sure. That was early, it's early in the notes, by the way. We still have a lot more notes. <laughs> I just, I'm already, I'm parched. <laughs> I'm sweating. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. 
Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. So Lido 2's outside, he's outside Jakarutu. Yeah. There's no animal life. There's nothing there. Because um, there's so many things that happened in the last chunk of this book. Yeah. Um, there's no animal life, but you can see these moisture traps. He's like, no humans yet. This is where the golden path begins. Mm. And then this is where he's, he, this is the abomination. This is the taboo place. He now knows that this is definitely the taboo place. He, he's got to jump off the train. He's got to jump off the train because now the that he's sitting here, the, the, the precinct train. He's gonna jump off the precinct train because he's already seeing all the shit. He's like, I gotta go anywhere where there is no vision because uh-huh. he says this, which is also one of these lines. I created a whole shrine to God Emperor in my house right, at the I've beginning it, of 2020. Yeah. You asked me if I wanted to see it, and I refused. Yeah, but you had to see it because I had three other hosts I could choose, <laughs> and it's whoever could handle the the shrine without That's screaming. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So based on some of these lines that he says in the scene, which I love, which is this one line. Knowing is a barrier which prevents learning. He realizes he's fucking crazy tired, though, at the same time, because he has boy muscles. So he has to go to sleep. Yeah. So then he says to pass the time, he goes and travels in his mind back to the lives of Chaucer and remembers what it was like to run around as Chaucer. And it's just like, we get it, Lito. We know you can do this shit. (laughs) Um, All of a sudden, a man with a very familiar voice grabs him. Mm. We out. Pop, pop, pop. Back to Aaliyah. Aaliyah's upset. Um, Duncan Idaho, he is off the reservation. Jessica is on Seleucus Secundus doing what? Who gives What she's shit? fucking doing? She's training who? Her <laughs> guards, they try to arrest the preacher after the sermon, but when everyone was done watching, of course he just disappeared. He's like fucking Batman. She asks, what will you do if you catch him to her guys, right? Because right. her guys are like, hang on, because she does this another inner test. She's like, all right, priest, what would you even do if you got the preacher? And it's like, right. where do we kill him? Of course. Wrong answer. Fucking wrong. You're fucking fired, yeah, bro. you're fucked. You're fucked, Because I'm a good guy. I'm not a, secretly a bad guy. Because they would I have to- I need you to know that. I need you to know that. Because then technically, guess what? If you kill the preacher, technically I have to execute you, fucking moron. Yeah. So the Baron comes forward inside of her and says, very good. Now they think you don't want him dead, but some of them still do so that he could be killed just in case one of them decides to do it. But you, you're safe from doing it. And Aaliyah's like, shut up. Get, shut up. I, I under, Baron, I understood half of that. You've got to finish swallowing the hamburger you're eating just, before you say this stuff. Can we just have one, just, how about there's one plan that's just a plan? (laughs) Instead of all of the threads of plans, right? So Lita 2's asleep. Uh, Here's, I could kill you a trade. Lita 2 is picked up by Javid's father, right? So now you find out that Javid, the one that Aaliyah is fucking, like the one that Jessica picked That's up early on. I was trying to remember the fuck Javid is. Out yes, of all a lot this. of names. Okay, yeah, a lot of names. Javid's the one, the side piece. The side piece yeah. that Jessica also knows I'm going to use him too. But Javid is also, I don't know if he's a triple agent, but he's like a triple agent. Because yeah. then you also find out, oh, he's also with this band of like rebel Fremen too. So they're, they're all connected. Everybody is gay. And he plays, he plays drums other. in a post-punk band. He's sort of got his hands in I'm a like, lot of bro, things. Bro, you're already in a ska band, dude. You can't fucking mix drums. <laughs> mix fucking drums, dude. So, you know, Javid's father is there. So now we know that he's like a fucking triple agent. Jalito yeah. 2 is giving another test. 
Now we're starting this. We're in the testing sequence. Because yes. now what I do want to say is this is where we're going to get into how brilliant Frank Herbert is and also just how complex that this goes and why we had to go through the plot of Dune 1 to talk about the intrinsically and deeply into the details of the plot of Dune 3. Because this is very similar to what Paul had to do. You remember when Paul went to the desert in order to get his real training? Mm-hmm. We're seeing it again. This is the quote-unquote fractal nature of Dune. Like this idea that ideas beget ideas, beget ideas, beget ideas, and that each idea concurrently, the chaos theory of it, where each idea in and of itself creates reactions to itself that changes the plot as it goes in more and more intricate ways. Uh-huh. That's what plans within plans within plans, faints within faints within faints, because everybody is trying to map out the future using future moves and politics within this world. But then what you're watching is as like sands through an hourglass. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. I brought it around. <laughs> like, like that type of something that's constantly moving and changing. Yes. Every single time someone thinks that their plan is going to be the plan that changes everything. That someone else's plan up. changes their plan. Yeah. And then it it's this living thing. Yes. But now, I don't know if that made any sense, but now Paul, you still look confused. Yeah. Well, okay, okay yeah. No, exactly. One thing changed the other. It's like the great. domino effect. It's like a yeah, mouse trap. It's like when you play mouse trap in the little mouse. Heisenberg. Yeah. Yep. Sure. Sure. Crap. Fucking crush it. It's the shit. best shit in the fucking world. So Leto 2 is now back in the desert. He's at Jackarutu. Yep. He's doing the no, same the kind of fucking. on a horse with no name. Because we did this. I on a worm with no name. Um, yeah. But he is now getting his true education, right? The desert creates the Messiah. Basically, this dude says, Javid's father, it's like, here's another test that you're going to graduate. You live. But if you fail, you, you die. die. As always. And so it's the same thing. He's like, I am the human Gomjabar. And but Leto too sits there being like, man, this is more Benny Jesserit bullshit. Fuck shit. Yeah. These guys are all here. Everybody here. I know that this is some other Benny Jesserit long term. This is how I know because all of this is done by my fucking grandmother. Right. And it's all set up for me to do this test that no one's going to actually want me to do. And so this guy, he says, your education begins with me, which is something, a sentence I never want to hear. I never want to be alone with the room yeah. in a man and just Your like tied to a chair. Begins with me. It's always a vasectomy. It's always bad. It's always a vasectomy. <laughs> if you're like, can we just tuck it in? Yeah. Because he starts doing this riddle game. Mm-hmm. With Lido too. He's like, see, back in the day, nighttime was chaos and the daytime was order. Fremen changed that. We flipped and reversed it because the light of the stars and moon protected us and the light of the sun destroyed us. You Atreides are trying to flip it back. What light do you enjoy, young Leto? And he goes into his memories like, oh, you know, uh, don't all people have an inner light? Yeah. That's his whole thing. He's like, I'm going to try to fucking send Zuni this shit. Um, Lisan Lahak. That's the real light, the inner light, okay. right? Lisan Lahak. Okay. And they're all like, all right. And now it's in the riddle game. And yeah. everybody's got a riddle and they're doing a riddle. Two um, sizes short, but four sizes, to, you know, all like, this. I fucking like, know. I guess I don't, it's a frog. Oh, I don't know what I do. Um... <laughs> With the Fremen, but it was cool one little bit because the guy calls himself the Iron Hammer. And I did know that the Fremen have this, like, they have this belief so they that called you, me in college. Go on. I knew you in college. <laughs> we called you old sock. <laughs> that guy called. But they had a guy back. They have a legend of this thing called the Mirzaba. The Mirzaba. Mm-hmm. The Iron Hammer. Because yeah. the guy calls himself the Iron Hammer. And apparently, it's if you go into the afterlife, you have to answer a series of riddles to this dude in the afterlife in order to go to paradise. And if you don't, the Iron Hammer smashes you. Bro. Ugh. Ugh. How about that shit? 
I hate riddles. Uh, me too, man. I just time I, I like jokes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like being entertained. I like riddles it. are so dull. Oh, it's Ugh, a old man. What is this? The New Yorker? I, yeah. Like, I, uh, oh, yeah. New Yorker cartoon. So let me get me started. What is it? It's a guy going, Greg. Yeah. Greg. Like, what is this funny about this? Yeah, I um, guess it's Tuesday. You're like, what do you mean it's Tuesday? What does that even fucking was Tuesday? I don't know. Um, so basically, Leto says the priests have created the church to hide the way. Mm. Only Shai Halud can show you the way. You have to be open to it. The priests have created their own power structure outside of their belief. Now you believe in the church and not God, because also they can't see God as much anymore. And the church, because you can't see God, and because people are seeing less and less of the giant worms, because they used to, the Fremen used to live day to day with Shai Halud and live this kind of cooperative life with this entity that they worshipped and needed, but they lived in continuity with it, and because they, people don't have that touch with it anymore, they're losing sense of the concept of Shai Halud and, and, and quote-unquote fear of God, and they get more fear of the church because mm. the church can fucking kill you. Yeah. Um, there you go. And again, guess just straight up the Vatican. Straight up the Vatican, and then so he passes the test. For now. Okay. Um, there's a free, uh, I'll give you a free BG exercise if you want a free Ben and Jesuit exercise. Um, sounded like I was going somewhere else, but go on. I'm not going to fucking suck again. <laughs> but here's a free Benny Jesuit exercise if you want to know what Faradine is being tested for. So just try this at home. Imagine your hands aging. They must grow very old in your eyes. Very, mm. very old. Notice how dry the skin. Continue to stare at your hands. Make them old. As old as you can imagine. It may take time. Try it, Holden. Oh my God, I'm watching your hands age. But when you see the mage, reverse the process. Make your hands young again, as young as you can make them. Strive to make them infancy to great age at will, back and forth, back and forth, which is very similar to Scientology. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? Um, oh, yes, you do so all sorts of visualization exercises in Scientology. But that's a BG exercise that she makes him go do. So he has to go stare at his hands for a week. Right, right. I'm like, great. Um, so Lita two weeks up. One test has passed. Guess who was the guy who fucking kidnapped him? It was Gurney Halleck. What? Hey, Viking shows up. Uh, Gertie says, listen, I don't want to do this as much as anybody else does it, but you know why I'm here. The BG has sent me out here to do this. We got to give you the spice agony, the spice essence we got, because essentially we got to see what you do. And he's been trying to avoid the spice essence because he's saying that's the reason why Aaliyah went abomination was There's because always the risk yes we don't know what's gonna happen right because yeah all he got was baby mama's like crazy you know and baby daddy's crazy like back thought but he doesn't have that absolute forward shit no on. no he doesn't right and so guess what gives him the fucking shot because he does it with a needle right? it's he that sticks good it shit too it's fuck. that fucking primo yeah. indica yeah. fucking Lido has a vision of a young woman roasting coffee his skin was not his own he just gets a fucking big download of information. Every bit of every dimension of everyone's history, present and future, should have had a V8. I wrote that in my notes. Um, <laughs> he sees this whole vision and he's like, oh, this is a lot of fucking shit. He goes all the way back to the Butlerian Jihad. Mm -hmm. And he has this little moment. Larry Jihad when they uh, stop Terminator from happening in the books. Yes. He has this moment and he goes all the way back to the Butlerian Jihad and he sees this like a minister companion speaking from a pulpit. We must negate these machines that think humans must set their own guidelines. This is not something machines can do. Reasoning <laughs> depends upon programming, not on hardware. And we are the ultimate program. He heard the voice clearly. He knew his surroundings, a vast wooden hall with dark windows. Light came from sputtering flames. And his minister companion said, 
Our jihad is a dump program. We dump the things which destroy us as humans. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he realizes, um, oh fuck, is that the past? Or is that the far future again? What yeah, bro. Is it the far future and we go through the whole thing fucking again? No fucking shit. Cloud Atlas, bitch. Holy fucking shit. But this vision, whoo, I saw that. I was like, can we just have one plan? Yeah. Um, and his father's internal presence seeks forward. He's like, don't forget when you are a man. Remember this? And also, sure. there's an interesting little thought piece that he says. He says, when you study an object from a distance, only the principle can be seen. So he starts to zip. He goes all the way back to his very first ancestor, Harum. He says, from, and this is, a, this is from my understanding. Um, I don't particularly understand everything here. Yeah. Um, but it was the TGIF uh, sitcom Harum's Room, which I, I did love. I used to watch it every Friday. He's hilarious. And the, guy, the talking slinky on that show is one of my favorite talking slinkies. Top five talking slinkies on the show. I love to eat asshole. Let me live. Let me be a man. So he goes all the way to his first ancestor, Harum. Now, this is my understanding, is that what it does is it gives him some kind of pinion point. So he figures out who he is in comparison to all of the inner lives screaming at him because he has the idea of like, I can see the beginning point and the end point of my entire existence. And then I can zip all the way back, zoom back and see the whole thing and find myself at any time within this time continuum so that I can always know who I am, Leto 2, versus being confused with these unending trillions amount of people that are inside of my brain. Right. Um, Which but I, I don't know. Are you saying that that's sort of how he's protecting himself from abomination? That's his idea. Well, this is why you're going to see him trying to sort out yeah. how do I not how to be do that. abomination? Yeah. Leto 2 comes out of his crap. He comes out of his trance. Um, <laughs> comes out of his crab. He comes out of his crap. <laughs> um, but he's so fucked up. There's like this one scene where it kind of just sounds like the last time when I went with Cena Gaznavi when we went to on his bachelor party and yeah. we were just doing drugs all fucking night. Mm -hmm. And then it's like that feeling when you like wake up and you're like, oh, fuck. The first thing he's, he wakes up and he turns to the, the guy, the, the Javid's father, and he's like, there's no single set of limits for all men. Universal prescience is an empty myth. Only the most powerful local currents of time may be foretold, but in an infinite universe, local can be so gigantic that your mind shrinks from it. And he's just like, you need a fucking. You need to go back to sleep. Yeah. You need a breakfast. You need burrito. to take that energy and get it out of this. All right. Yeah, because this is a lot. Because then they start to realize. Oh, all of a sudden they're like, well, we think this spice agony thing might have been a mistake because now they starting to say shit like my the thing about y'all don't understand is my dad was just a local god. <laughs> He's not like a big old like right. universal god. He's just some kind like of downtown school. god. Not like me, man. Not like I'm gonna do, man. And they're all like, all right, that's scary. Um, why are you like this? Cuts back to Ganema. Ganema finds out she's being put up to marry Faradine. She's mm. not like it. Mm -mm. She does not like this idea. She mm -mm. said, if he shows up, I'm going to fucking kill him. Yeah. I am going to definitely kill him when we sleep because he killed my brother and I'm going to fucking try to get him. Irulan yeah. tries to use the voice on Ghani. She says, you could teach your grandmother to suck eggs. Yeah. Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy is very fun. Uh, that was like, I mean, yep. I mean, it was fun that she said that. Um, Aliyah also basically says, all right, you're going to kill him. All right, fine. You know what? I'll I'll accept this as a part of the plan. Kill fucking Faradine. Yeah. Do whatever. Well, it doesn't matter because all you are fucked anyway because I'm going to end spice production. It's part of the planet. plan. It's a whole part of the plan. This is, I'm now going to read you a quote oh, from page please. 265 that actually finally describes the actual plot of this book. Okay. This is the one thing, this is one quote from uh, the book of Krios that I was like, oh, that's the plot. Many forces sought control of the Atreides twins, and when the death of Leto was announced, 
this movement of plot and counterplot was amplified. Note the relative motivations. The sisterhood feared Aaliyah, an adult abomination, but still wanted those genetic characteristics carried by the Atreides. The church hierarchy of Aquaf and Hajj saw only the power implicit in control of Maudib's heir. Chom wanted a doorway to the wealth of Dune. Ferdine and his Sardaukar sought a return to glory for House Carino. The Spacing Guild feared the equation Arrakis equals Melange, because without the spice, they could not navigate. Jessica wished to repair what her disobedience to the Bene Gesserit had created. Few, though, thought to ask the twins what their plans might be mm -hmm. until it was too late. Mm -hmm. Because now we're starting to see maybe nobody's plan is the plan, and maybe yeah, the yeah. only plan the was Leto II's plan. The pawns are actually the king and the queen. Uh, yeah, it always has been. They are all, they're all fucked, right? Yeah. So now we're back to Leto II. He's that is been kind of funny because everybody wants to use the kids. Everybody wants to They use all think they kids. know because again, what they've been saying since the beginning of the book is like, you we're keep, not kids. We're not kids. Yeah. Stop calling us kids. That's a silly thing to say about it. You know, yeah, stop giving me a giant oversized lollipop. I don't want to lick it. I'm not want to lick it. I make the money around here. I'm Ariana Grande. Yeah, I've actually technically fucked a lot of people. I all I did was fuck and kill. <laughs> So Leto too, he's fucking triple balls. He's talking about waves of time again. Waves yes. of time, just like Paul. Paul talked about being on a wave of time. Same kind of shit. Um, yes, he wakes up. Oh, yeah. Leto too, they give him another dice for the spike, Sagany. And I love when he wakes up and he goes, ah, 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 glory to us all, glory to us all. And they're all just like, maybe we should fucking stop doing this because he's getting scarier and scarier the whole fucking time. Right? Waves of Time, also my dad's yacht rock band. They did not, they were not successful. Hey man, it's all about getting him out of the house for the weekend, dude. <laughs> and this is my favorite, favorite line in okay. Dune. And all the whole series. This is probably my, well, this is, ah. If this line is not the most mind-fucking-blowing line. But Leo 2's so tripping balls. All this shit comes out. I, I mean, I wish I could have fucking smoked a fucking dab with right. Frank Herbert. It dude. wouldn't have been, yeah, you'd think it'd be fun, and then it'd just be like, oh. Yeah, it'd be boring. Just, I've been yeah. listening to a lot of Frank Herbert talks. Oh, really? and he's, he's fun. No, he's fun, but oh. you know, he's, 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 he's cute. He's like, he's very, he's cute. Yeah. But he's fucking tripping balls. He says, every judgment teeters on the brink of error. To claim absolute knowledge is to become monstrous. Knowledge is an unending adventure at the edge of uncertainty. There's no mystery about a human life. It's not a problem to be solved, but a reality to experience. Oh! Fuck yeah, bro! Okay, I'll take it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And so the riddle game continues. More oh, of the riddle game God. bullshit. It's um, short but round and oh fun God, but yeah, I don't know, sad. But, but he does say something what I did like because he says, the, again, what I do love is- The answer the was you, by the way. What? What's short but round and fun but sad? The, the answer was you. <laughs> Allegory. Um, with the riddle game, he says this thing. He's like, our senses always have two levels. Trivia and message, mm. which is as above, so below. The idea that you say a lie and, and you interpret things as analogies versus actually saying the truth. Plants within plants within plants. Don't yeah. you fucking I agreed. All I did was shake my don't head in agreement. Don't you fucking agree. Don't you even agree with me. <laughs> Challenge me. All right. Um, uh, you're wrong. So now Leo II is trying to explain more about what was wrong with his father's life. Basically, his father wanted to avoid all wars and keep people in one straight, peaceful line. Mm -hmm. But it created sort of a fascist edge. He tried to then, avoid all wars? Oh, by like when he cast himself out? That was the goal was he never wanted the that was what we kind of talked about at the end of the Dune One, Dune, mm. where he thought that he could avoid all of this shit, but then the jihad just went rolling yeah. without it because he didn't want to face the golden path. Yeah. So he ended up into this side world 
during Dune Messiah where they killed 26 billion people and they've been killing people all over the universe and in Children of Dune are an immovable theocracy at the center of the universe, right? Because it created this a fascist edge where only one way of life is correct because just like Paul, he believed that he was in lockstep with a set path in the future and so it's kind of like everyone's forced to go along with him and so there's this sort of, there's only one correct way to live and now this religious structure has become a self-perpetuating machine using the teachings of Maud is a way to dictate the one way to live. Life is not a monolith. It needs to be diverse mm. to survive. But oh, sometimes it takes one big old monolith to allow everybody else to be super diverse. So it's kind of what Hollywood's doing these days. They're trying to diversify, try not to cast like a white lady as like an Asian lady. I don't know like if that. it would go, if Steven Spielberg became a giant god worm, Okay, I would say yes. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> And so they're sitting there hanging out and he's like, okay, what do you want me to do? Do you need me to hang out with the BG? Yeah. Can we stop these tests? Is that what you want me to do? You want me to do what the Benny Jesuit want? Because it seems like they just want, in their mind, they want a cooperative Quitsack Hatterock. Like they want a Neo that they can control. Yes. And so what they're going to do is essentially they're going to kill him if he won't. But what they want is for his ability to look into what's called the window of society's secrets. Mm. They want his prescience. They want control over Sure. Him. But then he says this kind of shit because they're all like, because we can control you. And he's like, the one thing you don't understand is how will they know I'm dangerous unless they experience me for thousands of years? Uh, <laughs> they're like, what? Interesting foreshadow. That would be on my Tinder bio. If I was single, I would use that. Could you conceive of me in 4,000 years? Mm. Like, I like bike riding. Is that, can we do that instead? I have problems with balance. <laughs> And that's why I'm bringing balance to the universe. <laughs> Lido 2, he continues to trip balls. Yep. Javid's father, Namra, has been having this young girl like administer food to Lido 2, like feed him spice essence food that's keeping him tripping and tripping and tripping. Yes. And he realized, oh, that's the girl from my vision. I'm going to fuck her. Right, the and you're coffee like, okay. Lady? Um, he starts to think like Lito too that they've been setting me up to fuck with this this uh, Sabiha. Mm -hmm. gonna, this is what they want me to do. This is them. I'm gonna fuck her to create a peaceful future. Right, that's what they want from me. Yeah, I've heard um, that line a million times. Right, that's never, all yeah. they all oh, think that. Oh, ridiculous. Yeah. He started to realize the BG's plan might be to put him in spice agony for so long it either kills him or allows him to memorize his prescient world, making the data easily accessible. He then has a full on. He comes his pants. Mm. Uh, that is true. It's a full-on wet dream in page 292. I'll read it. Completely missed that part. Did not catch that part. Yeah, I'll read it to you. Okay. Boy, because I, So in his throes, right? So he imagines a world where he's supposed to be having sex with Sabiha. Ah. The pressure of his multi-memories exploded the ugh. time frozen in globement, which he had tried to resist. He felt twining bodies, the sounds of sex, rhythms laced in every sensory expression, lips breathing, Moist breaths, tongues. Somewhere in his vision, there were helix shapes, coal-colored, and he felt the beat of those shapes as they turned within him. A voice pleaded in his skull, Please, 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 please. There was an adult beef swelling in his loins, and he felt his mouth open, holding, clinging to the girder shape of ecstasy. Then a sigh, a lingering ground-swelling sweetness, a collapse. It's his boner going down. Oh. And guess what? Post nut clarity. It's a thing. He fucking knocks a bee out. He uses some kind of form of the voice. 
He then slips out of his fucking cage when he's still suit. He goes right for this big old massive storm that's coming his way. And if, if, if they don't understand, he doesn't know yet that they have cut the heels to the still suit. But he's like, fuck this shit. Yeah. I'm out. I'm not going to be a part of that vision. It's back to Aaliyah. Right, uh, this is true. So he busts out. Yeah, he Aaliyah, out. Because what would have happened if he had stayed? What would have happened if he had stayed? We'll find out. Aaliyah is informed that Jessica is training for Adin for by Duncan, right? So basically, Duncan gives her the whole fucking explanation. Um, uh, he's straight up, no, she's, the, Duncan's like, Aaliyah is abomination. She's a total evil person. It's not my fucking wife anymore. I can't yeah. recognize her. Yeah, yeah. It's all this kind of, but she's saying like, oh my God, Duncan, this, I'm so glad you're here. I wish we could spend more fucking time together. And he's like, you're, this is you're fake. You're actually this a fat guy. Definitely, because she's starting <laughs> to take the form of Baron yes, Harkonnen so too. The button's not buttoning all the way up. Literally, yeah, she's getting to quarantine 15, basically, yeah. uh, and so she's like, oh, things are so crazy here. You got, I'm just gonna have to send you away. Meanwhile, Duncan knows for a fact that you're gonna, when I leave here, you're gonna try to fucking kill me because I'm the only person that knows all of these other counterplots you've been trying to do. You're the one who got me to kidnap Jessica in the first place, try to kill her in the first place. You're gonna kill me. So he says, fuck this piece, I'm out. Yeah. He grabs an ornithopter, he steals an ornithopter and he fucking leaves. Yeah, done, out, peace. So this is Vito's thinking. He's like, I'm jumping off the prescience train hardcore because I saw no future where I left the trap. Where I saw no future where I would go into the desert because the whole thing is that they had set up Zabiha as a, like a person that would kind of tempt me to fuck as a human wife. Uh, that would like keep me cool and chill. Gotcha. Like, and they would join to do keep all this stuff here. But a little boy here, he's not a part of your plan, teacher. Yeah. I don't want your life. Right. Right. And so he figured out that that bullshit and he's getting wacky with it. So he, and this is kind of his whole thing. Free loading, free spirited. I don't see any of this shit. How thrilling to not know what the future's the it, future is. Free loading, right? they got him out of there. Yeah, that's for sure. So he's walking in this desert. It's this place called the Tanza Roof, which is the land of terror. That's not good. It's like a bad part of the desert. He's like, uh oh, storm's coming. Oh wow, I, thought I didn't the whole see desert that was the bad part of the desert. This is an especially especially bad part shitty part. The sand is green. <laughs> um, and so he's going through. He's like, oh, the storm's coming. Fuck hell yeah, dude. I didn't see that shit either. Yeah. What a fucking trip, doc. Right, I'll go up in that. Who knows what will happen? Um, he's still tripping balls. Right. And so uh, he starts, his inner speech starts going, Father, I'm coming to you, Father. Expect me, Father. He took his father's ring from Gurney, so he has the signet ring. He snags a worm. He starts riding that fucking bitch directly yeah. into the storm. He rides the worm's just worm. like, I think Rah. this guy just came in Rah. a dream. Yeah, I'm freshly emptied. Worms have fires burning wildly inside of him, and it's kind of sweet because the sand is starting to cut, literally shred his face. He's going so fast, and the wind is blowing so fast against him as he's going straight to the middle of this fucking storm. And he has this like uh, this realization. He goes back into his previous lives, and he said one way people used to survive the worst storms in the desert was they used to ride a worm so fucking hard. So it passes out mm. and then you use the body of the worm to hide from the winds of the sand so he fucking he parks the worm it's basically dead he crawls underneath it and then he f goes into this trance where he only has to breathe once an hour like David Blaine right remember him yeah he uh froze himself he did the balloon. He did the balloon. He did the balloon. I, what I do love about all of these super people is that if they just need a new ability, Frank Herbert just makes it up. It says, like, yep. yeah, he can train himself to do that. It's like yep. Neo. Yeah. You can, like, pull in and download information. It's fucking sweet as hell. Just, well, it's not like he doesn't have, like, a million resources to, to learn new tricks of the trade from all these people that he's lived, essentially. Oh, yeah, dog. Lito 2, he wakes up. 
He's tripping balls still. Still. He's saying all this Which stuff. Which is He's the like, worst when you wake up and you're still fucking high. Have you, how many times are you like, oh my God, let me just have, I just need coffee. <laughs> he said, Alam al-Mithal and the real universe are exactly the same to him now. Which is not good because he's now he's saying that I am making legend happen and making legends real. Which I am is, legend is what he's saying. Normally when someone says making legends real, they begin to sound like, you remember the winning series when Charlie Sheen was winning all yes, the time in Tiger winning. Blood? He's he sounds like he's in a manic blood. phase. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely um, going through a manic phase. He has these cool drops I thought was cool. He has drops that can stain his eyeballs like liquid sunglasses. Cool. That's fucking chill Why? as hell. I don't know. All right. He just threw that in there. I thought that was cool. <laughs> um, he grabs a worm. Sure. He's real like eat, pray, loving now. Yeah. Because his whole thing is being like, I'm not going to be like my daddy. Yeah. I'm going to be free. I'm do my free. own thing. I'm, I'm out in the desert. Nobody even shit. knows I'm fucking here they right now. They don't know. They I'm don't know. I'm on my know. spiritual journey right um, now. And so he's trying to say that he's like, I, he's searching for new things, surprising things that will distract him from the millions of personalities inside of him, like, you know, breaking sourdough bread or watching Bridgerton. He's spotted by these spice hunters, right? And you see these huge rocks sticking out of the thing. And this dude who stops, who comes down, do you remember Maurice? The guy from the very beginning Morris, that was killing yeah, people? I yeah, Morris. Morris. Yeah, you remember him? Remember slow talking Morris? <laughs> That's from Roundtable. Yes, I. Dude, I hate you. I hate it. Like the spice. God, stop, stop. Um, so Maurice, that dude, it's this guy. It's the guy who was killing all the religious tourists from before. He called Leto too his little melon. He sees Which him and he calls cool. him a little melon. That's he does not like not it. Cool. Never call an eight-year-old boy no, a little melon don't unless call anybody in a, 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 a my little melon. Unless you're like a hairdresser, like one of those like fancy hairdressers, because that's cute to have a nickname. Or from unless somebody. you're like actually talking to a actual melon. And then you can just be like, you're my little melon. Then it won't talk back. Or if it does talk back, you probably probably need to call somebody. But yeah, Lito 2 tells him, like, uh, don't call me your little melon. Yeah. um, Because that means I'm ripe for the plucking from my moisture. I'm not a fuck boy. I'm not a fuck boy. I'm a fuck god emperor. Yeah. Right? So Lido 2 tells Maurice that he's essentially, I'm on a mission to find myself. Julie Roberts much? Um, Maurice is like, what the fuck is this shit? You're a child. What is happening here? He goes straight to, are you a demon? Because I kill demons because I'm the judge of my pack. And he said the word judge, which was really important. So he was just like, all right, judge is different. That's old school. Because he's like fucking hard line. (laughs) Just like Judy. He's going to take no guff. Don't piss on her leg till her is raining. So you fucking, uh, Lita 2 is like, okay, I'll submit to another test. We're going to do another fucking test. This time it's a demon test. You want to test if I'm a demon? Maurice is like, (laughs) all right, let's check you out. Let's see if I should kill you. But my son is dead. Actually, I could use a son replacement. Um, He's like, welcome to Shulak. This is kind of like a magical, idealized views of a sketch, like the North Pole. It's a good place for smugglers and thieves to hide because technically it does not exist. So people would say like back in the day, uh, like Shulak, where it's like old school Fremen things. They would kind of say, oh, a Fremen from Shulak would say, dust is, gr- is dry because dust is the salt of the universe. It's like, why can't you just be in the present? Why do you always have to be talking about the uh, Fremen that's from what Shulak? That's trying to say. So they're going to go, Lita 2 says, uh, it's it's a me, a Lita 2. And Maurice is confused and Leto gets the upper hand holding him hostage with the Chris knife because he knows that there are people looking for Leto too because he knows that this is the last band of dudes the last band of like old Fremen that used to live at the Jukarutu the old dangerous ones mm-hmm. so Leto too is like listen you'll need me motherfuckers you're gonna need me before you fucking kill me because I'm gonna kill you first I'm gonna kill you first but you'll need me because yeah. y'all don't understand 
right? That they're planning to turn this whole fucking planet into Caladan. Yeah, into they're gonna make nothing. They're, into it's nothing. gonna be like Vegas. It's Your be life like, is over yeah, here, bro. Disney, bro. Like, it's you over. can't handle the truth. Your entire way of existence will be gone unless I'm in charge because my daddy told me about all y'all in my dreams. And what you're gonna do is you're gonna bring me to my daddy because my daddy is running out of vision. And where his vision ends, that's where I begin. So the, they know because these guys are all like, what the fuck? Because the preacher has been at Jakarutu and at Shulak because they've been working very closely with the preacher trying to create the division between Imperial Fremen and Wild Fremen. I'm covered in juice. What about, covered in sweat. Where does Coachella fit in all this? I'm just so glad I could do this outside of my home, like away from my family, just for once. It's just so yeah, nice yeah. to be able to yell somebody else about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Price drop, time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. The legends are true. Overwhelming power! Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. So they do this thing where they always do these in like adventure movies where he makes Maurice bite his thumb and suck his blood so that they become of one tribe. Oh, yeah. And I just keep thinking like, you know, like in movies where the guys slit their hands open yeah. and do be like, that's got to hurt. Hurts so bad. And I don't You know what I think about actually more than that is like the, the bullshit they have to use their hands for after that part. Like I bet even that part's not as painful, but just they go to grab something. They're just like, oh, oh fuck, you know, I, I always think that. You have to go and ride worms if you just fucking bit a hole in your thumb. That's got to yeah. hurt. It's gonna hurt like shit, man. That's why I'm a comedian. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Shulak, what you find out is this group has been selling sandworms to other planets to try to spread the spice, trying to get it off off Arrakis, try to make it more diverse. Leto tells him it will work for another ten thousand years, and they're like, "What? What? What? What are you talking about?" And so the first time we hear the term Krasalak or Krasalek, what Leto was gonna apparently either save somebody from, it's very fucking, I don't know, it's very vague. The typhoon struggle, the war at the end of the universe. He said, I'm the only one who's gonna avoid it. We're gonna, I'm the only one who's gonna avoid it, right? All of a sudden, Zabiha is here. That's Skinny mm. Woman from the other sketch. How'd you huh. get here? Wait, wait, the one who was feeding him, him at oh, yeah, Jukarutu. Yeah. Turns out him. that he was the one that let him go. Yeah. She's being punished, sent to Shulak, because Shulak, I'm gonna put it kindly here, Shulak is old school. Okay. So Shulak has slaves and work, they work you to death. It's not a cool place. It right. is a very, very, and so Sabia here is essentially under a weird kind of Sharia kind of law where she's been kind of sold in slavitude to these people because she let Leto 2 go, right? Mm, mm, mm. Um, and then Leto 2 just starts crying and everyone's like, why are you fucking crying, bro? Cause he's yeah. like, I have found the footprints of my worm. Not good. Ooh. Oh, oh, oh. 
game. We got to go back to all this fucking bullshit. No, we don't. We keep going forward. We keep We're going to keep doing all this shit, man. <laughs> Namri, he finally tells Gurney that fucking Leto 2 is safe because they've been trying to look for Leto 2. He went straight into a storm. They all assume that he's dead. Yeah. But again, they assume that he's dead. Never, ever, ever assume it. anything, anyone's dead in that desert. In the it never book, happens. It says it. They are not dead yeah. unless there's a body. Yes. You have to see a body. No one saw a body, but guess what? They're yeah. like, oh, he's got to be dead. He's be dead. But guess what, man? A distrans come, which is one of those little, remember the bat messengers I was talking right, about in right. the first series? Um, they sing, right? They're yeah. like, you can hear my words of sing. Rub its little pussies, thank you. So what they found out is that Namri was always going to kill Gurney Halleck. Gurney Halleck also got fucked by the Benny Jesserit. Everybody's fucking with the Benny. There's no loyalty. There's no loyalty in any of these places. So Namri was supposed to kill Gurney. But guess what? You can't fucking kill Gurney. Gurney Halleck fucking kills your ass. So he did. Yeah. Killed fucking How Halleck. old is he at this point in the fucking thing? Gurney? Anyways. Yeah. Probably 60s. Okay, right? He's old. Yeah, he's strong. He's getting old. He's not 60s. Spice also 60s. can along... Who knows what Jessica has taught him, though? Because mm. the Benny Jesseret can extend life. And so does Spice. So um, Spice use actually can make you live longer, even if you don't want that. Yeah. It's not old spice, it's young spice. Or it's grow old spice. The show's over. <laughs> original. Honestly, said, that should be that should, that's fan art. The original and I wish somebody said, would do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Grow old spice, um, Biddy Jesseret approved. So Lito Two wakes back up. Uh, he wakes back up. He's tripping. This way, you might as well just call this book Lito Two Wakes the Up. The second half. How many of times this? does he wake up in it's, this book? Every one of these chapters. And he sees Sabiha making coffee, just like in his vision. Mm. And guys, are you fucking ready? Are you ready? Uh-oh. So the guys at Shulak, they have straight up, they have all these slaves, right? This is not a nice place. Right. Well, um, it's nice if you're a slave owner. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel like that's stressful for them. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, so, you're right. It's got to be. So he, he sits there and he's looking at Sabia and he's tripping balls. He took his still suit away from him because like, no, he definitely can't run. You know, still suit. You can go in the desert. Yeah, it's not well, called a run suit. No. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. Oh, I'm going looked at crazy. Ah! I'm going crazy. He's right, looking at Sabiha and he's like, if I kill her, that also destroys one vision. Mm. I could destroy that one. And I could also tell her Maurice's plans, right? That they're going to kill her anyway. And that would destroy a vision. Or I could just sit there and wait for my daddy to arrive. Because that's in my vision. Technically, my, my vision is, is that dad will eventually show up and we'll talk here. Right here. And then we'll have some kind of conversation. But Maurice, guess what? Maurice keeps pumping him for the future. Which is what all these motherfuckers, all they want. The only thing they thought that Lido 2 would be good for, they'd have this cute little Quitsack Hatterack that everybody going to ask what the future was going to be like. And he would just tell them. And it would just like work out just like how it worked out with Paul, you know? Um, but guess what it didn't? Uh, they, they just don't do it because Sabia's like, do, are you scared of your visions? She's like, kind of a simple, okay. right? So she's like, are you scared of your visions? Visions mean nothing. I have visions all the time in my orgies when we do the spice orgies, but I saw you there too, but that doesn't mean anything. Or Lita too is like, Poor little girl doesn't know how important visions are to begin with, does she? <laughs> wait, wait, right? why is he talking like I don't know, I don't know why we got there already. Yeah, yeah. Or Baron Harkin is So So Leto 2 just like gets up. He's like, yeah. I'm gonna leave. Yeah. And she's like, No, you can't stop. And he's gonna go, uh you're gonna die out there, you can't go. And then like uh he's like, oh, I'm gonna go out to the Quanat. So he goes to the Quanat, which is the like the holding areas where they hold all the big pools of water that all the Fremen have been hoarding over these last several dozen years in order to terraform planet Earth. And sure. he looks at all the sand trout, little mm, baby ones. Interesting. He, he looks, looks at, at all of them. He sees them all wriggle trout. around, you know? 
and he's just wondering. He just remembers how like people used to do these fun games. So he used mm-hmm. to go and they used to allow the the sandworms. The Fremen used to allow the sandworms to cover their whole hands, yes. and then they would like they would peel it off, and it was like fun. Like you used to do with glue. I don't know yes. if you do that as kids. Put uh, it over uh, your hand uh, rubber cement, bro. Yes. Yeah, also, Stanshot. I just reiterate because I literally thought they were weird fish. They're like amorphous little like <laughs> they're little, little worms. wormy worms, right? Yeah, they're kind of worms. They call them trout. Yes, it's cute, right? Yeah. But you also remember this little fun game that people used to fill up a sand trout and they used to bite off the ends of them and suck the sweet, like, gut Ugh. juice out of them. It's like a tree. A crawfish boil. Fremen didn't have a lot, right? But then we start to look at all of this shit. He's just like, huh, what is this, like, fun little game? He picks up a sand trout and it immediately covers Leto's hand. And, you know, people have played this game for so long ago and people have always played this game in generations before, but they've never played this game with this much spice already in their blood right because he's been eating spice for like a week and he's tr- massively tripping balls the thing sucks to his hand and then just stays there mm. oh and then another one he goes into his brain into his Benny Jesser control over his body and he starts changing his blood right he starts changing his blood so that the sand trout can they can really stick to him and really become a part of him and they start to he gathers more and he says he starts to feel like he's coated in a thin layer of soft leather so he knows all of a sudden he starts putting all over his arms to cover up to his up to his shoulders and all of a sudden he's like I kind of feel like maybe I'm, I could become something not human but, but then he he sits and he has this dawning realization only the golden path can come from here so he takes off all of his fucking clothes he rolls around all these different sandworms, they cover his whole body. I feel like it's essentially like uh, when someone gets really into like leather fetish play. You sure, know I mean? sure. Like, you oh, become this, a, is, this is me. Path. This yeah. is me, right? He starts covering all these worms, right? They keep trying to cover his face, but he folds it back to create this thick ending ridge that exposes his head from tilting tillers around his ears. Mm-hmm. He tries to move. Right, all of a sudden he's he stands up. He's covered in worms. He tries to move, and he is propelled forward. Right, he's too fast to bounce. Yes. He jumps once, and he jumps twenty meters into the air. Very powerful right? exoskeleton. He can swim in the sand like super fast, but he so but he needs all his pranu bindu training that he's had all over the years. He's all of it so he can figure out how to control his these new accelerated yeah, he muscles. He can kill himself. Honestly, a giant worm this. emerges from the sand. <laughs> oh, he's right. working it, and but because of the sand trout striding his body, he can communicate directly to the worm. Leto two is now a super. Hero, the biggest turn in all fucking sci-fi, bro. Yeah. Right? He's like, this Iron is what Man. we're talking about. And he looks like he's like, look what I can do. And he leaps and he runs around like Spider-Man. And on all the worms are just the big sandworms come out and are just watching him, being like, he ain't heavy, he's my brother. They're mm. gonna say they're loving this guy, right? And the worms, they give and they absorb water so much better than a still suit. He rolls some of the membrane over his mouth and he can suck Ugh. the water from the tendrils of the worms oh, just right. growing on him, right? And they, they try to so get him. Gross. They try to fucking go yeah, chase tra- after him, but he just swims in the sand away from them, going, yeah. bye bye, bye bye. And then he realized, so my new plan is what I'm I'm going to do is I'm going to destroy as many water holdings. Shit holding, up. Fuck shit up. <laughs> I'm going to destroy as many water holdings as I can to shut down the terraforming of Dune for at least an entire generation. Mm-hmm. So holy fucking kind of make shit. it his. Make it make, give him all the power. Give him. I'm going to come back. Power. I'm going to come back huge. I'm going to have my big comeback moment. Everyone's going to love it. It's Everyone's going to be, gonna be like, like Madonna. Oh, like oh MTMA. I love that album. You know what I mean? Or but whatever. no, he knows that they're going to be really. If, no one's going to really be happy with what happens. But. He knows he's doing it for the betterment of everyone else. And when it comes down to it, isn't that more important than your personal happiness? Mm-hmm. So Leah, she's now halfway towards the Baron. 
This has been a bunch of months later on. She keeps getting news later, all these Quinots are being destroyed, and she thinks it's just rebels. The Baron inside of it doesn't even give a fuck about the plans anymore. He's just like, he's literally like, there's this new boy that we saw. Can you <laughs> yeah. bring him in? I remember bring this like conversation. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, just fucking uh, stop it. Yeah. Stop Can it. Can we just pre- still act like there's at all of a plan? Because everyone else has a plan within a plan within a plan. Can we just have one? Uh, uh, I got a nut. I got to see I you a, fucking. I want to feel the female orgasm. is to nut on that boy. That's no, not it, a good plan. I don't like this. But it is really funny about how like he give, tries to give her a headache, right? Um, and then she's like, I'll take a sleeping pill <laughs> if you give me a headache. And so he like backs off. Okay, all right. Oh, okay. Oh, stop <laughs> fucking with your shit. Whatever. Leto's now just chilling in his desert, right? Yeah. He says like just stuff where he's like talking about, he's like, I remember being human and having ties to human things. What a fun guy. You know, I'm fine. He used to be a fun guy. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's eight. He's still eight years old. Sure. He can control worms at will now. And the silly of the sand trout have grown into him. He knows that this is the vision Paul had and didn't have the guts to do. So this is now we know for a fact where it's like, Paul saw this he, he had so the he option. would have had the exoskeleton oh yeah okay that was, he I, was so, so this what was feels the like real a path. year ago i asked the question what what was paul then going to and that is the answer yes. he would have he would have been the worm guy this was supposed to have been the choice forever because you know what because it's just the it dune so, one do, versus dune three where it shows instead of doom as i didn't need to happen Doom Messiah with the importance of Doom Messiah was to show how hard it was to be a superhero god mm. king mm. and that it was this idea of this everyone thinking that because you have the power of prescience and you can see the future that it would be good or useful where actually it's highly damaging because all it does is like a flag in the wind it changes with every single step that you do and you can't control it and the one thing that Paul did was that he, he became a messiah he became a version of God but he kept saying to people all the time I'm not God he was like a demigod he was like the messenger I'm just a guy right I'm just a guy I'm not God I kind of represent God but you guys are making me God what Leto 2 understood that the real answer was become God God yeah like become a God so he's waiting for his dad on a worm <laughs> cause he knows his daddy's gonna they're gonna need to go he needs to go find where his daddy be yeah at, yeah right? well, blind 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 he goes out there. He knows he has to wait because the vision's like, not going to be real. Blind, 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 blind. It's like, I, I actually, I'm here. I'm actually great at hearing. <laughs> um, and so the preacher arrives. He's all fucking like, he's like, he's like super blind, but he knows what's fucking going on. He's right. going like, who's there? Um, who's there? Yeah. He's seeing iBoy. It's like, uh, it's a demon in the middle of the desert. And he's like, he's no demon. He's my son. son. Um, it's Paul. Yeah. We now know for a fact. Don't buy preachers, Paul. Yep. Are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> now we know. I can't we believe it. We didn't know before. It. We didn't know before. Now we know. Paul is the preacher. Spoiler. Um, it's been this whole time. Uh, Paul is. I'm gonna call. Now I'm gonna call him Paul from now on until he becomes a preacher again. Which I'm gonna he call will. him Blind Blind. Um, Blind Blind is like, how much of you is covered in worms right now? <laughs> and Lido's like. Oh my hunt, shit. Yeah. 99%. All my shit. Just Le- my face. Leto 2 is not trying to change the future. He's not trying to he's the, or know the future. He is going to be the future. Paul, 
He hates decisions, and he hated decisions back then. He still thinks that everything should be abolished. We should go back to the way it was. Bolito too says it's too late for that, yeah, Daddy. We gotta do shit. We gotta do shit now. We can't just. It's not about halting. We have to move forward. And so the seeing eye boy, he tries to kill both of these motherfuckers in a second. He's like, "Oh shit, we gotta try to get these guys right the fuck now." <laughs> he sets up a shield. Bolito two grabs the kid. Breaks him in half, yeah. which is fucking sweet as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, just does the bane drop on yep. him, the knee drop, throws the thing into the sky, it explodes. Throws the boy in the sky? Oh, he uh, throws the boy and he throws that, like, the shield that the. Uh, yeah, he yeah, put the a shield, shield in the desert yeah. to try to attract a worm to kill both of them, right? Right. So, what he's saying is that Leto 2 is, I'm going to send the. I'm sending the universe in a direction now with this creation of his not human self. But he still knows that he's the only one who knows everything and is the only one who is willing to be there to have all threads of time in his hands, right? So. Paul kept saying he wanted to shit in a straight line, but his own independent actions and knowing this is where, I mean, let's just try to understand something about prescience in this moment. I don't fucking know if any of this makes sense. Again, if you know the straight line, you know the ending and the beginnings, right? You already are going to inherently make it change. Right, the endings and the yes, beginnings that's of every the paradox. Single, yes, you're going to be locked into a thing. No matter what you do, you are going to affect that straight line. Now, Paul's visions are all fucked up. Right, he doesn't know what to do because he was trying to avoid this golden path. Right, now he knows. Oh man, I've been jerked onto the golden yeah. path. Not jerked off onto it, but j- well, pulled also, onto. Also, though, kind of jerked off onto it with the dream. This well, that one guy, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Leto too did another wet dream. The worms all this like, shit. Honestly, thank God he got to come for one last time. Think about that. Now we think about this because he'll never come ever yeah, again. That's actually one of the most important moments in the book. He only this is the only time we ever got to come his pants. He probably um, put one more nut out there before he like fully took the worms on the but, sand trout on. Also, know at this point, all this shit technically is very vague because Paul is like, "Do you know what's going to happen to you?" And Leto two is like, "Fingers crossed." Yeah. Hopefully, Leto two is like, "I'm going to give." people thousands of years of peace and Paul's like that's stagnation that's dormancy and he says it's a lesson humanity will not forget Mm. he offers Paul a chance to come back you want to be Messiah you want to come in and be part of this plan Leto too is I'm going to say this is the whole point he's like I'm not going to be the messenger of Shai Halud I'm going to be Shai Halud I'm going to give a universe that what it wants what you all think you want which is a god that you can Feel a god you can touch, a god you can know, right? Uh, you can get up <laughs> into sounds it. Sounds like such a, a political ad. It is. It's, you would it's, see it's on true. television a god you can feel, a god you can touch. That's how I that, vote Ed Turlington. That is know? literally how I pitched myself to Natalie, yeah. to my wife. <laughs> um, he's going to give the universe what it wants, right? And Leto Two is going to try. He's not. We realize when he said all this shit about Krasilak, he was lying to that dude. He's not going to. They're not trying to avoid Krasilak. It's the opposite. We're going to make. Krasilak happen. Great again. We're going to kill everyone. We're going to kill a lot of people because it's the only way in the end that humanity will survive. Which is fucking crazy. This is now, we're already in like post-world. This is like, technically all of this is like coda to him becoming God. So Mm -hmm. we're going to try to wrap this up as quickly as possible. Duncan and Stilgar are hanging out now, right? C.H. Tabor is is neutral. They can't fight Aaliyah. Nothing is happening. They have to wait for the trial of the possessed because now everyone knows that something's up with Aaliyah. It's full revolt. The whole nation, the the entire planet is is in odds. Everything's falling apart. Everything's falling apart. Because no one knows really what's going on with all these Quinots 
being destroyed. They don't really understand. They think it's rebel factions, but everything is fucked up. Javid enters. Duncan Idaho, he's trying to say, like, we have to figure out how do we move against Aaliyah. Right now, we're supposed to be neutral. Stilgar won't get off the fence because he's like, I'm neutral. I'm not going to fight the Atreides. I'm trying to hold the line here. Um, Javid just shows up to be as part of the negotiations. Duncan Idaho flips out. It's like, you've been fucking my wife. Yeah. Stabs him to fucking death. Hell yeah. He turns around. Stilgar's like, this is supposed to be neutral. Why are you doing this? He then gives Stilgar the three fucking worst roasts that you can give a Fremen, which is like, you will have no ancestors. Yeah. Your farts smell like flowers. Yeah. And he's like, oh, farts are and smelly. And your water's pissy. Oh, and then fucking Stilgar murders Duncan without right. realizing it. Realize that, of course, that's what Duncan fucking wanted this in the, the first place. third time Duncan's been murdered? No, the second. Second. Two deaths for the Atreides. One as useless as the first. That's ah. what he says. Straight up. Because um, then now this last time. But remember Duncan Idaho dying again yeah. for House Atreides. Yes. And what does it mean for the next book? What does Duncan it mean? Duncan Idaho, you'll get to it. Duncan wanted to force Stilgar out of neutrality, which is what he did. But that little moment. He made it so now Stilgar has to enter in the war has to against Aaliyah. Now they're all fighting. Everyone's, you got to choose a side. You can't just stand on the fence. Because guess what? Not choosing is also a choice. Yeah. Not choosing is also a choice, Henry. So where do you stand when it comes to uh, social media? I'm pro-worm. <laughs> Bring all the worms. <laughs> um, everyone's like, so is Ghani our hostage now? Because Ganima is now with them, and they're like, technically, we're the only people who can save her now because Aaliyah wants her dead. Also, Gurney Halleck can just ride worms now, yeah. which is incredible because it's like, Fine. it's simple. Yeah. Like, they literally, Fremen children do it. I do it. <laughs> he just yeah. hops. Yeah, he makes that noise and he hops. Whoa! Hey. Um, Aaliyah's pissed. Duncan has effectively turned the Fremen who were on the edge against her. And now this is bad news because now she's really fucked. And then it has this crazy scene where she's all jacked up because she's crying. But there's an inner voice who's like, who is that who is crying? Who is the crying woman? Where if you're asking yourself if you are the crying person, that's bad. That's, yeah. Um, you are the crying person. So months pass. Cut two. Gurney is now hanging out with Leto 2 and the preacher. He showed up on a worm one day because Gurney's been hanging out with the, the smugglers again because he went back to him. He's like, fuck this shit. These I, are the fun guys. I These just need cool to get guys. back into killing people yeah, and doing yeah. running and gunning. Leto 2 shows up with the worm with Paul Atreides on the back of it too. And everyone... Still can't recognize him. I don't know how they can't recognize him, right? It is, um, makes no don't sense. Don't know. He's already, they've crippled spice production on the planet. They have brought it down to an eighth of when the Harkonnens were doing it. So like everything is really, really jacked up. When he shows up back at Shulak to go pick up Gurney, mm -hmm. all these motherfuckers try to kill him at once, right? Little two just starts decapitating people left and yeah, right with yeah. his hands. He's just like little, it's not even hard. He's like, uh. Blip, 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 yeah, blip, yeah. blip. He throws boulders for 50 meters. Once they finally give up, Leto two is like, these guys are my guests. This is Gurney. This is the preacher. These are my friends. We're all gonna get along here together. You're gonna treat or them nicely. Snap, snap, goes to your neck. Give everybody and kill everybody. So, because he gets very plucky at this point. Yeah, He's very yeah. just like, all right, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. Right. One day, all of this place here at Shulak is gonna be in my home. So, build up the Quanat, make an oasis, get back to spice hoarding. No selling, only hoarding, because we need stuff for our own. We need to build up our own supply of spice. So, because back when Leto finally had met Gurney again, again they're all wearing he wearing a cloak. He doesn't know that. Leto Leto 2 is covered in worms yet. He doesn't even know what that fucking means. Um, no one can recognize Paul. He shows up all the smugglers. So they're like, they're all like, oh, we, what are we supposed to do? And then Gurney finally looks at Leto 2. He's like, you know, your grandmother wanted me to do this test to you. Can we do that test now? We we're supposed to do this test. And they're all like, the preacher just turns to him. He's like, Paul, it's like, you're going to be the one who tests him. 
Like, he's killing everyone. You're yeah. going to test him? What are you going to test do? him? What is this? Yeah, calculus? What are we doing here? What the are we talking preacher about? explains to Gurney that he's not Abomination because Abomination doesn't even mean dick anymore. Yeah. That's an old Benny Jessert idea. They wanted you to see if he was, th- th- this concept that, like, that if he was a dog or a wolf. But the one thing is that every dog has the memory of the wolf inside. Of course, he'll memory personalities inside this little psychopath, but he has figured out a way to get them all to agree with each other. And the same shit comes in when he says, like, they're sitting there, he's like, you ever think, Gurney, for a second, maybe Jessica was testing you? Oh, you fucking piece what? of fucking shit. Plans of the plants. Always. Um, just one straight answer. So basically, Leto says he's not abomination because he learned, you see, I can put them all, I've learned how to set me amongst the crowd where I stand out amongst all of my different personalities because of how much I know me, right? Yeah, I'm not like regular moms. I'm a cool mom. I'm, I'm a cool mom, you know? Preacher nails it on the head. We said, why should my mother know any better than anybody else? We're all just people trying to be God because they are literally two people who are pretending to be God. I would room. love to not be God. That would absolutely be fantastic. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of pressure being God. Um, Everybody starts freaking out because they're like, they see Paul. And they're like, wait a second. Is this Paul? Mo deep, mo deep, mo deep. And then Lidl steps forward and starts kicking everybody's fucking ass. And he says, when Shihalud speaks, you listen. <laughs> and they all go to fucking shoe lock together. Like, all right, we'll fuck this. I guess you're in charge. Leah sends a new fucking Fremen dude to go parlay with Stilgar. Ganema gets kidnapped from Stilgar, gets brought back to all the waters now in the same cistern. Mm. Uh, they have all gone back to Erekeen. Ganema is there. She's been taken by Aaliyah. All this kind of bullshit's going on. Lido too. Now he's super sand. He's talking about how he doesn't need possessions. He just needs his robe on his back. Yep. He's like, okay, guys, we all have to go to uh, Erekeen. We got to pop my sister out of bondage. We got to do all this shit. It's like uh, the golden path awaits. Yeah. We're like, okay. We got um, this all in the bag, baby. I'm the I'm the new god now. Now I'm gonna take it over. So Aaliyah is is really freaky. Uh, mm-hmm. She knows that Ganem is gonna kill Faradine, so Faradine is now also showing up here in Arakeen. They're supposed to have their big wedding ceremony. She's like, "All this shit's gonna go down. I'm gonna kill Faradine. We're gonna win this war. I'm gonna crush but all Harkin the spice." Harkonnen's also here. distracted because he's got past memory of Kentucky Fried Chicken. He's trying to figure out what the secret recipe Absolutely. is. Absolutely, preacher shows up because remember Alito too is like, "Are you ready to preach one last time?" Because yeah. he knows the preacher's not coming back from this little trip. Mm-hmm. The preacher's like. Yeah, yeah, I guess. And so he, you know, he does one last yelling about the blasphemy of Aaliyah as they watch from the parapet. Sure. He is stabbed by the priests altogether. Done, baby. Finally, Paul is actually dead. The priests are doing that to show their allegiance to Aaliyah. Yes, they're doing it to show their allegiance. Their allegiance. Jessica watching from the parapet also realizes, because she's shown up with Faradine being like, also just so you know, Faradine is now completely BG. I flipped him from the inside out. He didn't even know he's being flipped until I made him fucking flip. Then uh, they show up there. She watches her son get murdered because then she realizes, oh, wow, that was Paul. This whole time, which is pretty fucking crazy. Their twins arrive. <laughs> so now all this shit's going on. Alita 2 arrives by busting open this fucking Very mile fun. high door. Giant um, door. He's got Ganema by the arm. Smashes the guards. Right? Well, yeah, we'll get to, oh yeah, oh, okay. right here. That's oh yes, doors. absolutely. Okay, he yeah, fucking, yeah. he gives Ganema the fucking keyword. She realizes Leto 2 is alive. She's like, brother. He grabs the 1,000 pound door and just throws it at a sea of guards. Everyone's just like, what the fuck is going on? Just cause like, is that my fucking grandson? Aaliyah's like, ah, you face, yeah, you're, you're trying to kill me. And in order to calm Aaliyah down, 
Leto 2 just grabs Aaliyah's foot and spins her in a yeah, circle so, until he like, puts right, her down. Spins her out she just gets tired like a baby, like a yeah, like you so would do, like a baby. Hmm. It's very funny. Yeah, I love that. And part. then um, she begins talking like the Baron. He's like, "You got two choices. You're gonna be. We're gonna either do the trial, possess, and kill you. Or you can commit suicide." Yeah. She chooses choice B. Choice numero dos. Jumps out the window. Jumps she out the window. Ah, so splat. Now we're here. Yeah. The very end of Children of Doom. Whoa, they're going to just find a way. They they were talking about how they're going to try to find a way to remove Leto 2's new skin. Um, uh, 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 doubtful. I don't think, so. uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Because now he, all he does, because he has to tire himself out because he has the power of a god. So he has that to run sound. on the dunes all night just yeah, to fall asleep. That does sound and then crazy. He, every time he sleeps in Ganima's lap, he's like, can you ask our mother within if there's a way for me to die? <laughs> um, which is not good. Mm-hmm. Leto calls himself the tr- first truly long-range planner for humankind. He will be emperor for 4,000 years. Ganema tells Faradine Leto is taking over the, the all of the, he's taking over the BG birth plans. He's taking over all their eugenics. But it's time for her and Faradine to start having babies as soon as she can. Which is, he's like, you're eight. Um, so nobody's thrilled. Yeah. Everyone kind of feels kind of sour. It's the same feeling. It's a weird brooding dark. It's like, oh, our problems are solved. And In like, a way, I'm so freaked out now with this worm man. We don't know what's happening. He's here. just a very scary worm he's guy. Not he's human. exhibiting powers that are terrifying to behold. They, they, I do love that they sit in conference and they just he just has a jar of his father's water next to him and they laugh about it. And he's <laughs> like, like, oh, Ed, he's right there. He's like Ed it. with his dad's ashes. Um, Yes. Just like Ed Larson <laughs> with like a little thing of his father's ashes. Um. Faradin is going to be the new scribe, just like Princess Irulan was, the house historian. So he, he gets a little job. Um, they already know that he already said straight up that he doesn't have a dick anymore. Leto 2 doesn't have a dick. So Faradin is going to be the one who creates his progeny. And um, the ending line is another abrupt line, just like at the end of Dune, where he says, straight up, it's a worm god's job, but somebody's got to do it. Because Ganyma <laughs> is sitting there being like, that was supposed to be me, but he's the one doing it, guys. He's the one. Yeah, yeah. poor Ganema. But wow, Children of Dune, all it took was an hour and a half of screaming. <sighs> Three hours uh, total of talking about it. And now all we have left is the best book in the series next. Arguably kind of the best book in the series, I will say. And what I'm excited about the next episode is there's a lot less plot to d- deal with. There's almost no really, plot. We can really just talk a lot about what all this is accumulating to in terms of philosophical thought and um, is it, should man be God? Should man be a God? And honestly, no. it comes down to, should God be God? And should God be man? I don't know. I don't know. Also, it comes down to when you meet your God or you have like, you know, day-to-day meetups with your God, I don't think you understand that mm-hmm. like when it comes down to why do you think that he has your agenda in mind? You know what they say? Kill your heroes, find them and kill them. Not unless they're comedians. <laughs> Let your comedians live. Um, but we thank did you. It! We did it. Thank you for enjoying LPN Deep Dive Zoom. I'm Jesus assuming you did. God. Um, this has been a big old haul. We're coming back next week even harder, deep, deeper, darker. It's a funner, man's a giant lighter, worm man. Yeah. Heavier, darker. It's going to be great. Faster, oh, yeah. stronger. It's going to be um, big. It's going to be big and, and thrusty. Make sure you follow all the other shows on the LPN Network. Oh! Last podcast network. Game plug is not bad. Page seven. Last podcast the left. Yeah, Something the place underneath. Uh, brighter side. Uh, page seven. Pop history. What else we got? Uh, fraudsters. Yep. J- J- uh, John Bradley's big bear barbecue show, which oh, is good. Yeah. Where he just t- he barbecues with the bear until the bear eats the meat. Whatever. Um, I'm just glad he's out there and being productive. Yep. Carrot um, Franklin. But thank and- you, my fucking Rude Derners. Yeah, Rude Derners. Dude, we're rude out there. Derners. Hey, set fire to something today. Man, go out there and fucking <laughs> don't drink water for a day, man. Get don't real thirsty, Rude Derners. 
burn down a tiny village, you know, do something fun, do something neat. Be the desert demon you want to be. Yeah, and and thrive. Thrive. Okay, fears the mind killer. How do you, how do we close this? Oh yes, and now for another edition of Dune Theater. We now join Leto II and his father Paul, the blind preacher, at Aaliyah's palace. Well, Leto II, it's been a good run, but now I'm blind man Paul. The preacher you knew, it was me the whole time. You knew it was me. Anybody who didn't know it was me must have gotten kicked in the head by a horse as a kid. Now I gotta go get my stabbing, as is the prophecy. Yes, queen! You see, I'm Lido too, and I know some fuckboy shit when I see it. And I know all of Aaliyah's bitch-ass preachers are gonna stab ya. Yeah, I also know everything, so I guess we're some sort of know-everything brothers right now. Anywho, see you later. Oh, I'm being stabbed like I foresaw! I saw it too! Bye! Okay, everybody, this time town is over. I'm the shit now. Obviously, I'm immortal. I got superpowers, and I'm mostly worm. Ew. I heard that. You're gonna get the death by punching first. Yeah! Fuck yeah, dude. This is sweet. I'm eight years old, and you fucking piece of shit. Language. I'm eight! Meanwhile, we join Aaliyah and Ganima in Aaliyah's chamber at the top of the palace. Oh my god. Is that Leto too? What is he covered in? Is that a bunch of little... Penises? Wow, he's flying! Oh my god, he's here! I'm all covered in worms! Hi, sis! Isn't this what you were all, like, bummed out about saying this is the thing you had to do that you didn't want to do? Yeah, but actually, it kind of rules. Look at what I can do to this guard. Punch you through your fucking chest! I have children! I think someone's calling me from a little boy's room. Yeah, sure, Baron. <laughs> gotcha, fat boy. Ready for the trial of your possession? Exit stage left. Oh, no! Oh, and she killed herself. So, Ganima, what are you getting up to in the next couple of books? Honestly, jack shit. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! 
the most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.